Christ in this gospel from the 12th chapter of the gospel of St. Luke continues warning against the deception of riches, the danger of riches. There are at least three reasons that we Christians shall not live for the passing things of this world. First, because they are seductively false. Because we love God and because because God loves us. First, the seduction of material wealth makes it easy to follow it and to forget about God. It's very easy to live for pleasure and for things and to make material things the purpose of your life and forget about God. Because man tends toward lust and greed. From the time that he is born. Man in his wealth tends to become proud, vain, and aloof distancing himself from and even despising others, enclosing himself in himself. Like the character in the Christmas carol, the Scrooge, the rich tend to have the the habits of Scrooge, always angry with all that money selfish unsympathetic unkind cold isolated ugly and rich And then one, the rich man tends to think little of God and even less of his church because he always thinks of what the things that he has. He's always preoccupied. No time for God. No time for the church of God. And he can even, the rich man can even stop going to Mass and stop observing the Sunday rest because he has to work. Work, 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 
because work becomes his God because money is his God because he worships money and he can't rest he's restless he has no peace he'll have the best doc he'll have doctors and homes and cars and plenty of food and savings what we call disposable income money to throw away gold silver trips and lawyers and and secure and insurance and lawyers to try to secure it which gives him a false security as we saw in the gospel from last week sunday at uh, last last sunday's gospel of the of the man who had a a great harvest jesus said The land of a rich man brought forth plentifully, and he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up For many years, take your ease, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So is he who lays up treasure for heaven and is not rich toward God. Everything will be taken from him. You see, not everyone dies the same. The poor man who depended on God and didn't depend on things dies in peace. He leaves nothing. He gains everything. He gains heaven. He gains the tre- treasure in heaven where he put his treasure all his life. But the rich man, the more that he has, the more he has to leave. The saddest funeral of my life was the richest man I ever buried. His name was I forget his first name even. His, his last name was Imperiale. You might know that name because he owned all of the oceanfront, him and his brother. Joe was one of them and the other one. They were parishioners at St. Joseph of the Palisades in West New York. They owned all of the waterfront property on the Hudson River on the New Jersey side. Sold it and developed it. 
developed it and sold it. Multi-billionaires. Money beyond counting. I buried the man. You should have seen the fights at the vigil. Visible. Hatred. Rivalries. Factions. I've never seen so much, well, because there was so much at stake. Everything's taken from the man. And then we rode down, passing all his properties. I can only imagine the kind of conversations that were going on in the limousines. We don't want to win the lottery. If you win the lottery, you're responsible to God with every one of those dollars. How you will serve God and give Him glory. It's not for yourself. Because wealth is a sham. All that you have, furthermore, you owe to God's gift to you. Property, we say property, it's not properly yours. It's not proper to you. It's proper to God. Because you belong to Him. Everything that's yours is His on loan to you. See, you, nothing belongs to you deeply because you don't belong to it. You only belong to Him. And you know that because things will not fill your heart. They don't get inside all the way down to the depths of your soul. And you'll die, and at least at death, at death's door, especially there, you will lose it all. If you don't give it away before you die, that's why Christ says to his disciples, sell what you have and give alms. All your material possessions shall be taken from you. You will die naked, and you won't even take your clothes. Which you know, this is a beautiful thing. Notice that, you know, God makes us practice for detachment from things because every we have to we change our clothes every day change 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 <laughs> it's a wonderful thing you never think about it do you you came with nothing and you will leave with nothing and god makes you practice every night to leave with nothing every morning that nothing is yours like clothes that is changed and it wears out and you throw it away and you throw it away. I hate clothes because I have to, because it wears out and you got to throw it away. And I'm stingy. I don't want to throw anything away. No, I'm not stingy. I want to I want to take care of. I want things to last forever. I want clothes that will never wear out. The clothes that only God can give you. The clothes of holiness. That's why we wear the vestments at mass. The holy clothes of God to symbolize the clothes in heaven. The white garment of the virgins and the martyrs washed in the blood of Christ. And that's why we say that things are 
that wealth is deceptive. Your best fortune is bad fortune. Because then it's telling the truth that you cannot depend on it. When things, when, when, when you have, when things do not go your way materially, with material things, with wealth, with e- economically, that's when the world is telling you the truth. You can't depend on me. You're a wise man then. Only then. When good fortune is a liar, it tells you that you can depend on it. On that which is not dependable. It will not give you the happiness which it promises. It, false, it gives false promises. Wealth. Do not live for material possessions. Do not make material possessions the purpose of your life. Always beware of their seduction. They are all seducers. Well, that's the first reason that we do not live for passing things. The second reason is that we love God, which is a greater reason. We do not live for things. We live for love. Every man lives for love. It's just that some men don't know what love is. Or rather, some men don't know who love is. Some men don't know that love is not a thing. You can't buy it. You can't go get it somewhere. The only way to get love is giving love. Love is a gift that is received only by giving it. That's why God is love. That's why the Trinity is necessary for love. The monotheist who does not believe in Jesus does not know love. Because love is, I am all yours. Love is not selfish. Love is not alone. There's one God, but that God is three persons. Always giving one to the other. Always giving. That's love. Those are the happy people. I mean, consider the happy people, the most happy people you've ever known in your life. You know who they are? The old grandmothers, whom everybody loves to be around. Always happy, always giving, always having for the others, always having time, always forgiving, always smiling, fat, always with plenty. Not skinny. Selfish. Anyway, fat and skinny, those are just exact those are just analogies. We live in order to love God. We live because we love God. We live in order to love God. And because we love God, we belong. And, and, and we live in order to love God because we belong to Him alone. We live to buy heaven. We work to gain heaven with good works, spiritual and corporal works of mercy, doing good for God and for others. 
where the moth does not eat nor robbers steal. No one can take your goodness from you, your holiness, not even death, your love of God. That's what's really yours. Love is stronger than death. That's why the Lord says that it is difficult for the rich man to enter into heaven. Because the one who has more is responsible for more before God. You have to love God with everything that you have or you don't love God. You love yourself or you love the thing. Don't let anything deprive you of the love of God. The rich man will have to give an account of everything for God and for others. That's why the Lord says in another place, the greatest among you must serve the needs of all, the common good. So we don't live for riches because... They lie, they are independent, they're not dependable, and because we love God. And the third reason, which is the greatest reason, the third third reason I put here, but the greatest reason that we don't live for material things, we don't make them the purpose of our life, is that God loves us. And promises to care for all the needs material and spiritual of all his servants, which we also have in this chapter of St. Luke. The verses that we skipped from last week to this week, verse 22 to 32. He said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you shall eat, nor about your body, what you shall put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They're, they neither sow nor reap. They have neither. So the first part is about love of God. Life is more than those things. You are made to love God. The second part is about God's loving you. God loves us. Consider the ravens. They neither sow nor reap. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? You're worth more than the birds. God values you more than all of his creatures. You are more precious to him. That's why you don't live for riches, because God will take care of you. He takes care of the birds. And which of you, by being anxious, can add a cubit to his span of life? If then you are not able to do as small a thing as that, why are you anxious about the rest? You can add one second to your life when you have to die, no matter how much money you have. Why are you anxious about everything else? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither toil nor nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass which is alive in the field today and tomorrow, and, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, 
O man of little faith. God dresses the flowers better than your Sunday best, which is very nice. I have to commend you. You dress very nice for God. St. Leo's, we dress the best for God, not for men. But even your best, God can do better. God does better. Don't even depend on that. Don't depend on your best. Despise your best to love the Lord in all the good that he has given you and continues to give you and will give you. And do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be of anxious mind. For all the nations of the world seek these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be yours as well. Not even food and drink, don't worry. God knows what you need, and you will have enough. Serve him and do what he has you to do. And all will be well with you. God promises to care for all of your spiritual and material needs, and he will do it. He has you in mind. He is in charge of all, and he is most capable and will care for you who spend yourself in loyalty to him.